things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking Happy Friday. Friday. Dana, how are you doing? Listen. It's been a fucking week. Let me oh, just go I ahead. Know. I'm going to bust the seal right here. Right <laughs> There's some uh, happy news, though. Happy there, news. There was some good stuff going on this week. There was some. It's been a wild ride. I'll yeah. that. It's been ups yeah. and downs. I know. Yeah. I know. So. So happy. What's I'm going to tell you what I'm fucking happy about right now. We're, before we do housekeeping, before we do anything else, our guest today. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have loved this man from afar Thank for you, a long Dana. time. Uh-oh. Thank you. For a long time. Thank you. I watch his escapades. He is the most chill, give no fucks man that I know. <laughs> he is brutally honest. And you know what? He has experience under his belt to do that, um, to be able to talk about what he talks about. He drinks, he smokes, he cusses, and he discusses. And I want to, who could not know you already, though, Mark? Uh, Mark D. Barker, guys, welcome him to the show. Um, I'm you, really Mark. honored to you guys. have you. Thank you so much for having me. Re- really, it's an honor to be here. You know, and I, I tell you, this uh, this blog that I write, barkersview.org, yep. I started it in my retirement. I retired from 31 years in uh, public service. I was the police chief in Holly Hill, uh, and I spent my whole career there. I came when I was 22 years old. And really knew nothing else. Mm-hmm. So uh, I sat around for a couple of years wondering what was going to come next. And when nothing did, I kind of sat down in my boxer shorts and started banging out this political blog. And, um, you know, it has taken me places that I never thought uh, I would go. I, uh, I'm completely uneducated. Uh, I, uh, I'm lucky to have a high school diploma. I'm a victim of the Volusia County public school system. <laughs> Whoa. And, uh, you Whoa. Know, uh, if First it, shot thrown out there. Oh my God. Know, if it it's going to be wild today. Okay. And, you know, uh, I don't want to knock them, but you know, my high school years were a blur of malted hops and <laughs> habitual truancy. And, uh, so that kept me out of college, but I, uh, you know, I went, um, I wanted to be a cop. I went in the army, um, uh, uh, became a reservist, went in the uh, military police corps when I was 22 or 19. And then uh, that parlayed into a uh, career in law enforcement. And uh, so, like I said, this blog has taken me places. I, I The first college or university classroom I, I was ever in, I was invited to Stetson. And I, uh, I spoke to a group of uh, journalism students mm. about editorial content uh, learn more from them than I'm sure they learned from me. And, uh, then, uh, you know, it's brought me all the way here to, yeah. uh, to you guys, but I've spoken to a lot of, uh, a lot of civic groups, spoke to the new Smyrna beach board of realtors of all people uh, recently. And, um, yeah, it's just been great well, all the way around. There's probably not too many, uh, political folks and or community leaders who are not aware of Barker's view. Uh, and we'll get into some housekeeping in just a second, but I fully aware of who you uh, who you are and your blog, and obviously, so today is the first time I get to meet you in person. Yeah, so it's, Eric, it's great, a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you so very much. Sure. Um, and we'll go to a bunch of couple different things, and just uh, we'll go through the week. So first of all, I want everybody to re- uh, remind everyone: please get on YouTube and go ahead and subscribe, smash the like, smash the notifications, smash it all. Just please get on YouTube if you want to see our uh, YouTube videos. Uh, you also can check us out on Twitter at uh, True Smoking. You have uh, Facebook. You can go to Smoking Truth. Uh, we have also, oh, you can get us on Podbean, Apple. Um, you can get us on Spotify, the, all the major all the major pod, uh, podcasts. So please check us out. Share with your friends. I don't care, you know, where you're at because I know you are definitely paying attention. Um, and just uh, that's a little bit of the housekeeping. Yeah, and there. our Patreon is up Patreon, now too. Yes. Yeah, and listen, oh, cool. I'm, I'm going to tell you some something. Let me tell you something about the Patreon. Okay. I stayed away. I stayed over at uh, at uh, that sports talk. Yeah. God, we our game is weak as fuck. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you that right now. After staying on for uh, Patreon for them and being on that sports talk, I'm like, I learned something. I'm going to up my game. So I'm just I'm going to be working on that. It was fantastic. Um, I, I will highly encourage you to go to. That sports talk, if you've not been there, it is a great mixture of 
uh, comedy, um, just enough raunch, but a lot of intellect as far as sports goes. Oh, yeah. it's, and the, the flow is great. So head on over to see them also. You can find them on major platforms as well. That's Sports Talk um, with Boots, Ginger, and, oh, my God, JJ. JJ. Oh, yeah. JJ. Yeah. So We're going to do a crossover one day. We're going to have JJ. Because the Patreon – 30-minute Patreon. Supposed to be 30 minutes of content. Mm -hmm. It turned into like an hour and something with JJ because he got off on his red hill and I was on my blue hill. Oh, I bet. It was all downhill. I I heard JJ (laughs) is on that red hill like... Like uh, nobody's business. Like he, he's planting two flags and <laughs> he, he is. Oh uh, my God. He anyways, it was great. Um housekeeping today. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this out here right now. Mm-hmm. I I have gone back to my lover here. I can't get enough. You know what I mean? This Habano. So you is and I like, talked about this right oh before the show God, and I was yeah. just you asked me, like, Eric, what do you want to smoke? And I said, I'm doing the Pastani uh Habano. I says, yeah. I just I mean, there's a lot of different cigars you know that I enjoy, but I just, you know, when I'm coming to the show, I just uh, in homage to the guys at uh, the folks at Cigar Hustler and everybody else at Mike and Mike Productions. Um, this is a, this is a good one, and yep. I'm I'm enjoying it. So yeah. I'm gonna stick with it for right now until something changes. So, yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> oh, and I also got my little homage to Elvis. I want everybody to know that. Like I want everybody to know because I had to throw it out there. We didn't talk about it last <laughs> week, but I had a great time at Graceland, and that new movie just kind of reinvigorated some stuff and about Elvis and just how cool he is. Um, regardless of what your thoughts on Elvis, he was just. He was the ultimate. He's cool. Badass. You know, I got to tell you guys something. Yeah. My mother, who's 87 years old. She's she, a spitfire, by the she, way. Yes, yeah, she is. She <laughs> dated Elvis in, what, 1955. Really? Uh, yeah. Shut up. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's her claim to fame. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do one of these. Uh, you know, uh, I, I may well Your mom be, needs to be here. Child. I'm not sure. You know, we, oh, you we never be. know. It could be. Oh uh, my I've got God. the looks. Here, hold on. I know that <laughs> I know that you have the thing about germs, but I just, <laughs> oh, just, oh, just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah hey, exactly. I so, brought this today, and I want to let you know that we took protocol, okay, as an homage to you because I Thank know you. this about you. Yes, right. New, yes. like very sanitized. Mm. Mic head so that you could get up close and make sure you. that your surfaces were clean. Yes. Up to because That's I right. understand I like was so honored to get you out of the house That's in right. here that yep. I want to make sure that everything was fantastic. Yep. We OCD will, and overdrive. No, listen, we will we'll, we'll have some questions about what you do on your blog this setting other, but we sure. are a we are a no judgment zone. I could give less than shit what you do. Right. Right. So, no, I know. Oh, I know. There you go. And we Boom. gave you cuss money. Yes, Mark, thank you. On thank the you house. So much. Um, yeah. So. Please feel free uh, well, to, yeah. to yeah. use it. Yeah. Um, you'll hear when you deposit, you'll hear a ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so uh, please feel free. Um, I guess that what I'm doing is stalling and delaying talking about the, the I want to talk about your blog today, Mark. You know, I run a devotee. It's the first, one of the first things I do on Friday. I yes. know I should be doing my meditations first. Yes. But I go to you and then I meditate. Sure. Right? I go yeah. to your blog and meditate. And right. um, it's no secret that we've had a shit show here in Deltona this week. And I am part of the shit show. And I read your blog with interest and um, just wanted to hear your take. I'd like to talk about it because you do. Sure. You do. You're not afraid to talk about difficult subjects. And you. Kn- I think that you know. I really respect that. You I know. appreciate it. So, you know, it, Dana, I'm, I'm, I'll preface this by saying I come at this from, like I said, 31 years in local government. Yep. And uh, I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was incredibly good for me. Uh, everything I ever have or ever will have, I owe to uh, – uh, to that city, and um, you know, I, I work with some extraordinary people, and I know the quality mm-hmm. of people that that are civil servants, that are true civil servants, uh, that put them, uh, you, you know, they they literally put the job above themselves, and uh, they are to be commended. And unfortunately, politics is going to play a role. It did for me. Uh, it uh, damn near killed me, and it, uh, you know, I. Actually, I retired six months early because the city manager that I work for was, uh, you know, frankly, uh, the guy was as close to a fucking criminal as, you know, uh, I've ever dealt with. And uh, let me just get that out of the way. And there was, uh, uh, so, you know, it, it cost me some money out of pocket, but it's, uh, I made up for it in peace of mind, ultimately. And, um, you know, I, uh, this blog is in so many ways, it's cathartic for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, it, you know, it is one thing to to take a stand. And I'll, I'll just tell you this. One of the worst, uh, you know, things that ever uh, that I ever did 
Uh, I fired a guy uh, at the direction of a city manager. This guy had done absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, he helped a mayor at a birthday party uh, in a public park, uh, and um, the mayor and the city manager weren't getting along at the time. So to make a point, he had me fire this guy. And you know what? Um, I did it, and I justified it in my mind that I was merely following through on an order from my superior. Mm -hmm. What I should have done in retrospect was I should have resigned. I should have stood my ground and said, you know, this is wrong. I cannot destroy this man's life and livelihood. Yep. Uh, yet I did. And, you know, what I found in retrospect is that it, it is it is easy to have, uh, you know, that moral compass and that, you know, those, uh, those uh, kind of unwavering ethics uh, when you no longer need a paycheck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I know what people uh, in the trenches in the city of Deltona must be going through right now when you have this clash of the titans at the top. And, uh, you know, I, I feel for them. And a lot of that, I think, comes out in that blog in terms that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I now have the ability to uh, to call these people what I think they are, yep. how they're acting. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not always complimentary. But, uh, I, Dana, one thing I hope that you take away from that blog is I am equally uh, as apt to give someone uh, an attaboy mm -hmm. or an accolade as I am to, you know, to try to knock them off the it's ivory true. tower. Very, and, that's uh, very true. I've, well, because, yeah. you know, that's, that's fairness. Well, I've, I've seen, I've seen where you've done, you have a, a part of your, we'll get into the city of Deltona here sh in a few minutes. What I'll say is, um, you have as part of your blog, what do they call it? The, I forget the As assholes. Angels and, and, and angels. And angels. That's right. Asshole and angels. And yeah. so I've seen some, be assholes, and I've yes. seen some uh, be the same individuals be angels yes. by you. And so, I listen, um, I think it's a pretty fair assessment. We're not always going to hit the mark, and so sometimes we're criticized, right? Um, and sometimes, you know, you get by, you do something good, and you get sure. recognized for it. I, I think it's just it's part of politics. It, it is part of whatever. Right. Um, your blog, um, and it's something I kind of mentioned to you a little bit. So I've been keeping an eye on your blog throughout, throughout the years um, in my role and just kind of seeing what things go on, how, you know, how your viewpoint, how you see things. I've seen some things over the years where I kind of look at it and I kind of, uh, you know, that may be a little like, I don't know where you got that information from. Sure. And, I, and I, I question a little tiny bit. I've heard, right. I've heard others, I've heard others say the same thing in yes. not so many nice um, words, oh, but sure. I try to stay neutral. I, right. I always, I'm a firm believer as Eric Armando, blessed to be the peacemaker. Yes. So I try to stay. Right. <laughs> right. right. He's they, they, so... they, they is my fighter. Right. <laughs> I was told once before. This, this is what he does. Yeah. Right. This is what he does. He gets me fucking riled up. Sure. And this is what he does. He takes his hands off the wheel <laughs> yeah, and he right. just goes, Wee! Right. Yeah. But so I want you to be able to talk to that, which is, you know, where some would question your information sure. um, and, and some of that. And how do you compile that as someone who's reporting on the, a number of issues in Volusia County? Right. How do you come to the conclusions you do um, when you're doing with uh, when you're dealing with your blog? Well, I think it gets back to the genesis of this blog. OK, it, it should never be mistaken for fact based reporting. OK, I'm not a journalist. Okay. Uh, you know, I realized late in life that. Uh, you know, I've always enjoyed writing, uh, and as a police officer, I was probably one of the few that enjoyed writing affidavits and documentary reports and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I realized that I, I was a professional writer for okay. 31 years. It just wasn't, uh, you know, works of fiction or, you know, blog posts or whatever. But so this should never be mistaken okay. as fact-based reporting. It is purely one man's opinion on the issues of the day. Wait, one man's bleary-eyed that, opinion. Well, that's absolutely right. <laughs> that's and, what he said. Uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, and when people say to me, hey, where did you get this information? And I'm like, look, over time, and I've been doing this now for uh, six years, I guess, seven okay. years. Uh, it casts a, you know, the, the network that you develop, uh, people that I have no idea who they are. Uh, a lot of times it's just a phone number and a text okay. yeah. uh, that provide me information. Dana, I'm sure you must get that yeah, I do. I get, daily. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get that shit too. Right, yeah. I, I do, and right. I know what you're talking about because yeah. you have built up that, uh, you've built up that net. I can only yes. imagine, that's what I'm going to say. So now if it's uh, people questioning my lineage, which I get a lot of, you know, and a lot, you know, you've 
fucking asshole, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'll, oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Two. Excuse and, uh, me, Mark. Yes. I, I, we must keep on the up and up. Yes. There was a fucking and an asshole. Oh, that there we go. I'm sorry. Too. There we go. All right. I, um, go. go ahead, because I'm, I'm just going to watch. I'm going to watch y'all go broke. I'm going to I'm gonna play like a, like a card game over. I'm just going to watch y'all go broke. Yeah, I'll save mine for the end. But go ahead. I'm but, sorry. But when you're doing, uh, you know, a purely opinion piece, right? Okay. Uh, obviously, 50% of the people are going to love you, and 50% yep. of the people are going to hate you. I think it's kind of like being an elected official in a lot of ways, where you, where you come down. Yeah, I think you got better odds well, than me. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a um, um, something I found interesting about this, too, is, and I'm sure you guys get this as well, whenever you're creating content mm-hmm. like, like we are now, or me writing a blog, you know, people don't have that immediate feedback where they can respond to you. Okay. Right. Yep. So things tend to build up. Yeah. You know, they they maybe uh, think more into what you're trying to say than you know, or they they look at things differently. And I get stopped in the grocery store. A lady stopped me just the other day and said, "Hey, you know, I'm kind of recognizable with the, you know, the Santa Claus beard going." Yeah. And she said, hey, Mark, I, I read everything you write, and I've got a bone to pick with you about this particular issue. And we stood there cart to cart and talked about it. You okay. Know? And I will get uh, phone calls from people or, or uh, uh, a lot of emails and text messages, uh, some complimentary, some not so complimentary. I get a lot of anonymous letters, to be honest with you. I've got a file of them. I know where you live with <laughs> pictures of my house, right. you know, my, my little cracker box uh. there in Ormond. So. <laughs> But it's uh, it's interesting, and when you, uh, you know, because these are things that affect people's lives, yep. uh, you know, day to day, and you know, local politics is certainly, or you know, local government is, and it should be, it's the most responsive. It's uh, where you can sit down face to face with the person that you either voted for or voted against, yep. and you can hash out issues about your storm drain or. Uh, your trash pickup or things like that. Question for you. Have you ever gotten a message back from someone, say an elected official? Yes. Somewhere in the county to say, hey, Mark, you know, that piece you did there, let me tell you how off base you are. I want to talk to you about it. Absolutely. And then do you go back and try to set the record straight as best you can? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll tell you a guy uh, who... I have a that relationship with is Ruben Cologne, the okay. school board chair. Love Ruben. Everybody right. knows I fangirl over yeah. the job that he does. <laughs> you know, I uh, I have not been complimentary to the school board. It's a shambolic shit show over there. Uh, you know, and whoops, there yeah. we go. Uh, and they have a lot of issues with a budget now, the the largest publicly funded budget in Volusia County. Yeah. Hey. Now, yes. Get closer. Are we there you go. Are yeah. we okay yeah. there? Yeah, you okay. can. Yeah. Uh, the largest, uh, you know, what is it, $1.6 billion, Yep. yep. right? So um, whenever I write something, and if Ruben takes offense to that or has a differing viewpoint, uh, he will almost immediately reach out to me. Okay, all right. And we will, we Fair will enough. hash it out, and, um, you know, sometimes we, uh, we come to agreement and sometimes we don't. I've always said that, listen, when you get into political life, Understand that you are opening yourself up to either good or bad pot shots, yes. however you want to call it, right? Or just people commenting on things. And so, you know, in the in interest of fairness, I'll just say, look, I've, like I said, I've seen some of your stuff. Some of it I kind of question. Never had access to you to sit here and say, hey, Mark, I probably could have just sent a quick little message. But um, what I'll say is I think it is at least somewhat fair to acknowledge then that, look, if you're an elected official or community leader out there and Mark writes about you, um, hey, look, I know it may be upsetting at times. Uh, maybe the best thing to do is reach out and just say, hey, you know, hey, that no, piece. A- absolutely. You know, and, and, you know, this way we can kind of get to set the record straight. Because sure. to your point, this is an this is opinion blog. This is, you know, this yes. is your take on it. You're right. actually going to try to get some sources like the News Journal and others. I know some would question the News Journal as well. But you're trying to compile this stuff into formulating your opinion because of all your years of experience and so forth and so on. And I'm not trying to give you a pass by no means, but it's just one of those things where I think people just need to, Hey, make the phone call then. You know what I mean? If you don't make the phone call, then look, it is what it is, but at least you're given the opportunity. You heard it here today. Yes. You're given the opportunity to go back. And obviously there is an elected official who does that almost instantaneous, which is Ruben Cologne. Right. Yes. And I'm not surprised by that either. I know Ruben very well. So, (laughs) and and I think that too, sometimes people get infuriated because they can't create your narrative. Right. You don't allow, like I know this, you don't allow people um, to create how you narrate. And I'm pretty sure 
that you have people like, hey, can't you just do this? No, or I get hey, that a lot. Right. hey, can't you just get on with the team? Or can't you be a team player? Or, or even intimating that you change your narrative based on what their agenda is. So I, I think that that's what people get pissed about too is that they cannot create a narrative through you that you call it like it is. And again, give no fucks, you know? Well, the, I think the reason, uh, and Eric, the point that I want to make on this is that the sole purpose of this blog, okay. if there is a purpose other than, you know, my own venting, okay. is that it it generates a larger discussion of the issues in the mm -hmm. community. Yep. Yep. And listen, you, you know, you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, I'm an NPA, right? A former, uh, I call myself a recovering Republican. <laughs> and um, the fact is that we, we live in a time when we are so fragmented and so divided. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like you wear a red jersey, she wears a blue jersey, uh, and it becomes an echo chamber because mm -hmm. we it only does. talk among those yep. who agree with us. I talk to her. Look, she and I, we talk about this all the time. Mm -hmm. um, look, do I do I play team sports? I sure do. Uh, you know, with, with my side, and do, do I know that Dana plays team sports with her side? 100%. Right. Uh, but it, it does get frustrating. There are times when it does get a little frustrating where it just seems like it's an echo chamber. And the purpose of the smoking truth was when she approached me about it, she told me, because we talk all the time, um, and she just said, Eric, we should get something going where both of us as Republican and Democrat, we can have the have these conversations. Um, and the whole point to what you just said was, look, I told you know, I say this all the time. Look, you could go home. You can watch Fox News. You can go home, watch MSNBC. Um, and that's fine. That's more echo chamber stuff. You know, but if you want something where we're just trying to have a larger conversation, because I don't believe, especially on the big issues, we get anywhere by just being hyperbolic and talking mm -hmm. all kinds of shit and, right. you know, and, right. and, and, and poking nonsense at each other without two or three people having conversations going, hey, how do we deal with this big issue? For example, the school budget. That's a big issue. Now, I know they're working through some stuff, and, and I'm hoping, you know, that they'll get through it. But my point is, is that $1.3 billion, that's a, it's, it's a big budget. And there's a lot. I know that they carry a bit of debt as well. Right. And so, it, but... Once again, I don't want to take away from our public education by no means, but it's just, but it's part of a conversation we need to have on how right. do we steer that ship moving forward. So. Right. Well, I, I, listen, I think that the conversation would go a lot further if there wasn't so much, um, so many petulant people, you know, and um, it, I do most of my growing up by not speaking, you know what I mean? And I think that that is um, the mark of maturity sometimes, and uh, there's a bunch of hotheads, you know. I was informed. I was informed before this, by the way, uh, that um, there has been an escalation. People can do what they want to do, and there's they get away with it, but being so sensational, right? And I was informed right before we came on air um, that that there has been some serious uh, issues with Little Peter nah. that, that has transpired today. That oh, there wow. was red flags raised that um, that he was being erratic at, uh, I believe, City Hall. Um, yeah. that he had a yeah. bag of stuff and intimated that he had weapons uh, in there and has gone seriously, you know, in, in the advent of social media. Um, it's, it again, we're talking about it's scary. And, and it's because we're not sitting down talking about policy. We want to poke at people instead of talking about policy, which I think is fucked up. Because I think that we all know there's enough blame to go around for everybody. Yes. And if everybody would own their piece of the shit pie, you know what I mean? We could get through this we, together. We talk about it all the time. I mean, yeah. look, there are things that she looks at, you know, she'll look at me and uh, just kind of side-eye me on some stuff with Republicans and and look, and I'll get a little hot and, you know, whatever. And she'll, she'll do like a pulse check on me, right? And it's <laughs> sure. fine. Um, and then she'll, you know, she'll come with some stuff. And I come with Dana, that's it, that's such BS, Dana. I'm sorry. But it's okay. Like, I tell, Look, I want everybody to always understand on this show Dana and I are friends yep. we have a friendship because right. there's a mutual respect for one another yes. I know that there's going to be a number of things that she's going to be far to the left on uh, than me on I I oh, wait I, a minute. I, I recognize that there. Yeah you threw that in there I felt like that was a kidney punch No no no, no 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 the same far. way that I I'm may far. look I may not be as walk super it back. conservative walk wait, it back wait. pivot let me no, see that let me see the politician come out in a second I was just going to say that pivot Okay go ahead Fucking pulse check. Hang on. There you go. She's about to get me riled up. She's there poking the bear now. 
So what I'll just say, because I got plenty of that with, with the know. other discussions from this week, so don't do, don't do it too soon. Don't pull the trigger that fast. I still got the rest of the 40 minutes to go. So um, the point is, is that, you know, and look, and obviously I'm not as, some would say I'm not as, as super conservative as some friends that I have, and sure. I respect them all. I do. Yes. But it's far enough from where she's at in some of her positions, and once again, we just go back and forth, and if it's something that we... Um, have the table, we'll table it. And if we can find a way to agree on it, we do. Um, but the point is that she and I are having that conversation. The purpose of this show was to, hey, you may not agree with Dana, you may not agree with me, but I want you to have that conversation. I want you to have that conversation at home with your spouse. I want her to, right. hey, you want to be frustrated? Go right ahead. But you know what you're doing? You're talking about it. And yep. that's the important thing. Yep. Right. You know, yep. I had a, uh, uh, one thing I learned as a police chief was, you know, cops complain. It's too hot, it's too cold, too wet, too dry. It's when they stop complaining that you have a problem. Yep, yep. And I think that that holds true with your constituents as well. Yep. Uh, you know, they um, and you guys have gone through in the last couple of years some serious issues. I feel like I'm in fucking boot camp yeah, for, for what yeah. for the zombie apocalypse sometimes. Right. But, really you know, the, the one thing that I have always appreciated about Deltona politics is that you have some really involved citizens. Yep. And you may not always agree with what they have to say. And sometimes they come across, you know, almost from the lunatic fringe. But you know what? They have a voice. Mm -hmm. And you guys allow them that opportunity yeah. uh, to say. And listen, to, I'm going to tell you something. There has been controversy um, just since I've been up there, right, regarding um, our mayor and what she lets go or, or, or mutes or whatever. And... You know, we went through a, a, a period with the, the former mayor who was serious on decorum, and I think that sometimes it infringed on people's 1A, right? Sure. Um, I believe that it did, and, and people became very frustrated because sometimes you just got to let the baby cry. You know right. what I mean? You, yep. you do. And I think that they were muted for so long, and then what ha we had the thing that came along with uh, Jane Shang, um, came to the city as our city manager, and... Um, people were stifled, you know, yes. there, there was policy because Jane was a very certain way and, and I, and, and, and no way defending Jane, but from my observations as an activist and as an advocate and dealing with her prior to being elected, there was a, also a cultural thing, sure. right? It was a cultural thing also. And I don't know if, um, I don't know if anyone paused long enough to, and I had other opinions about that also. The bottom line is that there was a very um, there was a very contentious relationship with the city manager prior to um, and our residents. The 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 police were at one time weaponized. The sheriff's department, right. uh, unbewitting, unbeknowing, yes, right. right, unwittingly, they were caught trying to do to serve where they thought it was best, and and in turn. Um, some charges were brought up, and you know this, yes. on, on Brandy White right. and um, also um, Patty Gibson. And it turned our city into – I felt that everybody had Molotov cocktails. Like, it was a constant barrage. It was painful to watch. Yes. Dana, can I ask you a question sure. really quick? And then, Mark, you can sure. chime in as well. Sure. So maybe the two of you disagree sure. with me a little bit, a tiny bit. So two challenges that I have sometimes is someone who works in Tallahassee and – and I have a huge respect for our institutions. Dana, I think I've commented to you before that I just kind of go, look, there's just certain things I don't want to see folks do because yep. – uh, so what I'll say is, number one, sometimes I, I wonder about – look, we do have residents who are involved here in Deltona, as in most of the – as in maybe some other cities. Right. You, Mark, you say a little bit more than others. I, my, I, and this is up for debate for folks out there as well, too, you know, and are we sometimes placating just a few without knowing for sure, 100%. They obviously speak for um, for many um, because I would argue, yes, for those who, who do show up, they're probably there with another 100, 200 people who are not commenting in the city of Deltona. Yes. I, I wonder and I question sometimes how large that voice really is. Um, but then, two, when you come to City Hall, she and I had a conversation about this once before, which is on. So there were two, there were some individuals in Tallahassee who protested in the chamber. And she asked me about that. And I told her, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Right. I don't like that. Uh, it's not the place for that. You want to, you know, look, if you want to protest, you can protest outside the chambers. But you are a sitting member of the Florida House. You do not get the chance. And, uh, and, and I, I get it's that. your First Amendment yes. right. But you do not get the chance because to me, that's almost, for me personally, it is, in essence, kind of disrespecting because then where do you draw the line? 
if we can't have a certain level of decorum in there, if they wanted to protest outside the chambers, I'm okay with that because it happens all the time. We see reps go outside and protest certain issues, but when it happens in there, and I, to the point of City Hall, any City Hall for that matter, but I know it happens, it seems sometimes it happens a little more in Deltona than others. Um, <laughs> at what point in time do, are we not careful with opening up a Pandora's box where just people just become very So like, that happened. Like, that, yeah. Listen, that already happened, and, and the it was the perfect storm, first of all, of people not feeling heard. It was a it was a perfect storm of people feeling that public records were being held, information was I, being held I from agree them. With you, I agree with you. On okay. That. Yes. Yes. It was. It was. People will go to some serious lengths when they feel like they're not being heard. I want to get back to <clears throat> to that. Okay. As far as our mayor and First Amendment rights, you know, you got to remember there's a guy that who is now in prison, Eric Brandt. Mm-hmm. Okay, was calling the mayor, our mayor. From Colorado, we had people in there, that, yes. had had him on speakerphone, telling telling our mayor, Heidi Herzberg, I, that he was fucking coming after her. Yes. Okay? That's when all the shit started. Oh, God, I'm so behind here. What started <laughs> with, the, um, with the metal detector, with the right. weaponization. It was right. a very tense standoff. So coming back from that, I, let me get back now. I, I was elected... Um, the mayor was elected. Um, there was a couple other people elected w- right when I was, but but coming and seeing that. But I believe that what she does is tries to strike this balance between re- respecting people's First Amendment rights. You can't, you cannot coax people into following decorum. You know what I mean? You have to, um, you have to allow the tempers to spill over. And I think that what we have done is we've done a good job. We've not that stuff has gone by the wayside. People who get up there. We have Uncle Dick, mm-hmm. who I love. Uh, so, so I got to tell I know, you, I, I, I love know. him. I know he is, yeah. You have a love or hate relationship with him. And I'm going to tell you, like, I really give no Fs, right, uh, about it. But it's good when you're not on his bad side. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to say I've that. I've commented before that if it were me as elected official in the city of Deltonia, yeah. you know what I would do? I'd sit up there straight face. If he's attacking me, that's fine. You know what I would do afterwards? I would walk, out of the, walk off the dice, go down there. And talk to him and say, "Hey, that was, that, hey, that was pretty cool, pretty hey, do you pretty know, harsh." Do you know who we're talking about? <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 I do. I so, like that guy. So, so I love him. Just because, my way of handling yeah. that. You know what I mean? So over the last two years since oh. I've been sitting, right, we have come very far as far as people not being pissy with one another on the diet. I mean, we have moments. Yeah. You have seven personalities up there. Yes. And our votes run. If you look at our votes on a lot of stuff, you. You can tell, like you can't tell if I'm Democrat or Republican up there voting because I vote on different yeah. things, different ways, and it's usually four three. And with a four three, you never know what's going to happen. And you know that's what happened this last week. People wielded their political power. Mm-hmm. The vote like went like it went for the the sitting the acting city manager. Um, it is my personal opinion that. Um, I know, and, and I'm not stupid. I've had my run-ins with him, had very contentious at times, but I took my stuff offline, off the dais. I, d- I don't believe in excoriating anyone in a public setting. I don't think that it's effective in um, personal growth. I don't believe that it's good for the public. It's not that anybody's trying to hide anything, but it shows a mark of maturity when you can go and settle shit and come out with the best possible resolution for your resident Without using up all of that, I'm gonna throw it in there for you. Thanks, I I appreciate it. (laughs) I appreciate it because it is gonna be contentious. You must have a certain level of decorum on both sides. I believe that we've gotten there. People can still come up and talk about stuff, but my personal belief, right? Mm. Why I asked for what I did. The I believe that the acting city manager um, was leaving because he felt that his um, his vision was um, not going to happen. He's an incredible leader in infrastructure. He is a, an incredible visionary. I believe that um, he had, um, I believe that he had some social skill missteps with people. Not that he, not. But Daniel, he, let me interrupt. Sure. I, I want to say one thing, and sure. I, I wrote about this this morning. Is that I, I thought one of the biggest issues with John Peters was the fact that his entire tenure there as acting city manager was based on an unspoken workaround. The charter did not permit him to serve as city manager because he lives in the city of DeBerry. It, it did. And I, I realize you guys have a, a, a charter question coming mm-hmm. up in November, yep. which which may 
make that point moot. Yep. But the problem is, is that he spent 20 months at the helm mm-hmm. uh, in a position that he was not technically, by charter, qualified to hold. His his employment contract made made the allowance for that, the way that the employment contract was written. Um, and, and I brought up the fact that I brought up the fact that we needed to do a search to have a, a permanent city manager before we could do that or a permanent charter officer because we're a fucking charter town and we need charter officers right. and we've not ever had charter see, officers. I thought it was I thought the where the thing kind of came off the rails was that they raised the charter with you back when he first threatened to take his football and go home, mm-hmm. which was last last year, I think last yeah, year. Last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he held you and someone else out as quote unquote meddling in day to day affairs, which was a, uh, and it was raised as a charter violation. Yep. Yep. When his entire tenure was kind of based on a workaround of getting around that provision of the charter. And I thought that he was kind of behind the eight ball from there. Uh, Well, from the, listen, from the very start, because again, first of all, you have the factor, you have a 50, 50 mix, 50% don't like him. 50, there's going to be conflict there. We know that in any type of government, you know, I, and I have talked quite recently about the need to straighten that out. That's why uh, we we brought it up. I mean, the the, the whole charter amendment. Well, I, I was, talked to your friend, Pat Northy. Yep. Uh, she sat, uh, in fact, I think she chaired your charter, charter uh, yep. um, review committee. Yep. And, you know, she lamented to me the fact that uh, after they came forward with really, I think, four or five good questions that mm-hmm. should be put to the voters, yep. uh, it was decided you guys weren't going to do any of them. So I'm going to go back to that. She um, she was indeed the chair, okay? And from the beginning, there was this whole thing where I think that the mayor brought it up. The mayor and the city manager and the city attorney agreed, uh, along with the dais in that order, agreed that they wanted the, the, the charter committee, wanted autonomy, did not... They did not... Uh, and we did not want there to be an appearance that we were trying to steer... The charter committee, they, we wanted them to be independent, right. have their own attorney opinions, right, have their own um, note taker, give them the support that they needed to do this, okay? Yes. However, what we did in that process, what that did was it kept conversation from happening on, well, on legal points de facto. So one of the charter amendments that they brought forth was they wanted all candidates or, or commissioners to be at large, okay? Yes. And it, given the political climate that it is right now, it goes into um, it goes into voting rights, right? You don't want a block of people voting, right, and therefore disturbing the election. So that one went bye bye. You had the, the, something that they brought forth as far as they wanted to give commissioners a raise, and I'm like, I ain't fucking touching that yeah, right, with a right. ten foot ball, <laughs> not while I'm yeah, in office, right? right? I want to do my job, whatever. So there were things um, that. That they did bring forth that after further discussion, because there was no discussion during their meeting. But after the fact, after they did all of the work, they brought these things up and we had to talk about how it affected us legally, how it affected us as what what we needed to present to the residents. Um, so on one side of view, it looks like that we slapped them in the face and didn't value what they said. And the further it could, it could be not further from the truth that the work that they did was invaluable in getting us to where we're at, what we talk about in our comp plan, what we talk about at our moratorium. Um, the deputy city manager was working on this and found that state statute, because uh, we talk about smaller government, right? But a lot of the stuff that was in the charter when it was written 20, over 25 years ago, um, it duplicates state statute stuff. It was some. Yeah. It was repetitive, and so therefore you would kind of maybe get analysis paralysis okay. yeah. when reading that. Right. And the deputy city manager, she is she is very adept and and concise. She is a great technical reader and writer. I, I, she knows things, numbers, facts. Um, and brought all of this stuff to us. So, and I apologize profusely in saying that if we had it to do all over again, there should have been a conversation as we went along. There should have been charter review committee meeting, and then we should have had a workshop, and then it should have gone back to them. So we jacked that up. But what we have brought forth right now, it cleans up the language to where we're talking about definite charter things in the city. And we brought up the part about the the city manager going forth when we went out and did the search 
um, because we there had already been chatter about us going for a permanent search. Right. I, th- I think the feeling was that John was moving along so well, and he's brought us out of the dark ages as far as infrastructure and planning, and people were scared to disturb that, right? So we were enjoying the honeymoon. Sorry. Sorry sure. to, to my residents, and not sorry about keeping him on. Sorry for what you think was not listening to you and following, but we were enjoying a honeymoon period because we were having stuff that was done that had been kicked down the road. He was finding the the correct balance of budget, the correct balance of getting state money, the correct balance because he's an engineer of understanding what needed to be prioritized. I myself didn't want to touch that. It was right. right. However, then it became, there became conflict, right, with, you're serving seven personalities. It can't be easy to do that, right? So the question was put on the ballot because we talk about, do you limit someone, a a new city manager, to live in Deltona when, first of all, we have a piss-poor history of keeping a city manager? I I completely agree with the idea of, uh, you know, the 25-mile radius. I was going to say there was a 25-mile radius. 25-mile radius. Yeah, I think so. I completely agree with that. so, So we asked that. Um, and, and then the question was posed by, by some people, well, we want him to live here in the city because we want him to be invested. And I'm like, are you going to tell me that our sheriffs and our firefighters aren't invested in the, our best being because simply because they don't live here? Because I, I don't, th- I think the percentage is very, very small of deputies that might actually live in Deltona. I know that we have something only like 16% of our firefighters that live in Deltona, we are a unique community that we're a bedroom community. And so in order for us to get the best talent, I think that that's what was agreed on. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I think if the situation, if the dynamics were different for a sit, for the city of Deltona, meaning that we had a clear downtown and this, yep. that, and the other, I think it'd be a different story. Like if yep. we were somewhat like a Deland or wherever, right. Right. then you may find that. But because we don't have that, it's it's better for some, or some would probably say, that hey, if I'm a if I'm a deputy, I may want to live in City Deland because it's I have some amenities in Deland that I don't have in yep. Deltona. Right. And once again, teachers on right. I mean, yep. look, I live in Deltona, and so I enjoy living in, Del- in Deltona. Um, that said, you know, you may find that certain amenities in Deland. You know, I can always go to Deland. I can sure. drive and then come back. But yep. some would prefer something different, and so. The 25 – look, I want everybody to know, I'm okay with the 25-mile radius. I think yep. it's all crap when people start talking about should they live in Deltona. I don't necessarily give a shit. Yeah. I mean, that's two for me, I think. Yeah. I don't care. Um, I yeah. just – what I'm looking for, honestly, is – I just, dude, I want a good city manager. That's so, bottom line. Okay, so here you go. So then now, because of we have a lot of diversity in our city, you have seven very diverse visions for yes. what what's going on. To serve seven masters, I'm sure – listen, I fucking get exhausted just – you well, know, see, doing Dana, what I it, do. like I said, it, it's the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. Yeah. None of whom have any experience in government before they, they come in. Yep. The problem is that I see it, and, and this isn't just in Deltona. It is politicians, local politicians generally, uh, where you've got the insurance agent and the, you know uh, all these other people that get elected to represent their neighbors, mm-hmm. to, to speak for their neighbors, to vote uh, for quality of life issues, for uh, – and – what happens is, is that once they're taken in by the system, sure. they become everything they hated yep. when they got into politics. Yep, oh, because I, you know I, what? I see, I, see happen, becomes, I, see, I see it happen in Tallahassee. becomes too, yeah. fucking right. stair-stepping. You know right. what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, what what political office am I going to? It's like everybody's watching their six for going into the next office. It's and like got, playing chess. And if, and, you don't agree, and, and if you don't agree with Dane on that one, then you're yeah. full of it because it happens. There, yep. are, there are a number of politicians, when they get in the local office – they do the first four years, and they're thinking, okay, a county position opens up, a state position opens yep. up, and they're looking at it already because now they're getting, they're feeling, they're feeling motivated. Like, yeah, hey, they get the adulation. I'm getting shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting yeah. shit. Yeah. In Tallahassee, okay, you've got a guy, let's say, from Baker County mm-hmm. or Dixie County yep. who suddenly all the right people are laughing at his jokes. Yeah. Everybody's patting him on the back, telling him what a wonderful job he's doing. Yeah. It becomes the trappings of office. Yep. It becomes yep. the yep. Uh, the perquisites of office, oh, yeah. right? Uh, and it's easy to be taken in by. Oh that. yes, it is. I mean, I I like I told you earlier off air, uh, for a six month period, I served as acting city manager in the city of Holly Hill. It was the worst six months of my career, if not my life. But what? But the day that I sat down in the chair, I got a box of chocolates from an engineering firm that the mm-hmm. city did business with. Yep. And I had one of my young cops come up, and this was more of a 
teaching moment than anything else. And I said, look, take this box of chocolates back to this company. Tell them I said, thank you, but we don't accept mm -hmm. gratuities. Yep. And, you know, that went through City Hall like a enema. What the fuck did you right? do, Mark? <laughs> and um, not, not that it was, you know, this open quid pro quo kind right. of shit. It was, uh, it, you know, it, it wasn't. But that was the way things had been done. Yep. And changing that culture, you know, is important. Yep. And I, and I, I want to make, this is just an observation, right? When I watch Deltona City Commission meetings, there is a mean-spirited undercurrent of gotcha politics and... Fucking, come uh, here. You know what? I'm okay. going to fucking, fucking, fucking do All right. And, <laughs> I'm putting a five in on that, brother. You got that right. And yeah. I, I said earlier in, the, in a blog post that the change in that culture doesn't come from a consultant's expensive attache case. It comes from people who care. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you and your colleagues on the dais care about the city of Deltona, or you would not subject yourself mm -hmm. to yeah. uh, what it takes to, to get elected. The problem is, when, when it becomes adversarial, both on the dais and across the room, mm -hmm. that's where the problem comes yep. in. And someone, I don't know who that is, perhaps the next city manager, and I've heard some wild speculation on who the next city manager is going hey, to be. Hey, listen, stay with me and Eric afterwards. We'll okay. get you in the All secret. Right. We'll get you okay. in the secret there pool. Go. There you go. <laughs> but I think whoever that person is is going to have to draw a line in the sand and say, you know, what we've been through, the Jane Shangs of the world. The you know the all the issues the the problem with the guy out west that was yeah. calling in threats, yeah. all of that ends. Yeah, and we begin listening. And you know, uh, Eric, I wanted to 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 just say something you you mentioned earlier about decorum. Yeah, you know, I come from a a city of thirteen thousand people. We didn't have three minute, uh, you know, limits right. when people could speak. For I I think they might now, but. I think it should be raucous. I think it should be contentious. I think there should be back and forth, right? When the sausage is being made, right? Because it's ultimately going to affect everybody, yep. not just in that room, but uh, who well, does business or lives there. My only, my only thing that look, it's no secret. I draw a line at no, threats no, and all. Yeah, the no, rest no, of I, that, no, I understand, but. and I understand where you're coming from. My, it is no secret that I have. I have some issues, not just on the on the grand scheme of things of Sunshine Law. I, there are little things that I, I don't like. So, for example, I believe that if Dana, if an issue comes before the commission, I'm a firm believer that Dana should be able to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with another city commissioner. That doesn't necessarily have to be because, look, it ha I see it all the time in Tallahassee. Let's say, you have a member who puts a bill out, right? And then you get another member. Let's say Republican or Democrat can come up and say, hey, I got I got an issue with a section of your bill. Right, and I want to talk to you about it. And they have a conversation. And from that, before it gets aired out on the committee meeting, right, they have that conversation. And then there's a level of decorum. It doesn't most time, but sometimes it does a little fall off the rails a little bit. But most time, it's like, hey, representative, you know, I met with you earlier, and I want to thank you very much for taking my suggestions. I want to keep working with you on this, this, that, and the other. Right. right? My issue here is that Dana cannot have a conversation without somebody going, oh, my God, we're violating sunshine. sunshine. Right. And I'm going, but because but, here's the problem now. Now Dana and this other commissioner may have to air their laundry on the dais, and then a lot of times residents may not understand the full context. And then they're all – so, yes, I want a good public debate between our right. residents and, 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 and the dais, no matter what city you're in or county you're in. But at the same time, I also feel like – you know, look, residents have a lot going on in their lives between work and everything else, and they're only catching snippets of it. Yep. And and for the few that do show up who are engaged, I, I get it. They may, you know, that they may be more in the know, but for other folks who are out there, you know, potentially listening or looking in, they've only seen a little a yep. portion of what Dana's trying to do. Right. And they'll right away, ah, oh, what Commissioner Cool did was wrong, or what Commissioner so-and-so did I don't understand that, and you don't realize they're trying to work out their differences on the dais. I don't like that because it feels like a little bit like we're airing our dirty laundry. It, it, no, and, right. and I listen, brother. I'm going to tell you that's how we got to what happened this week, right? Is that um, 
interpersonal skill. We need a life coach. We need Tony Robbins to fucking come to Deltona. You know what I mean? Because um, we need some kumbaya moments. Because I guarantee you this, that everybody up sitting up on that dais right now has a very healthy respect of one another. We'll fight like siblings because we have to. But I guarantee you this tomorrow, if a fucking tornado came through our town, hurricane, sure. anything like that yes. where it required us not to be right. assholes, that we would yeah. absolutely be there. Um, because we just – we. Did you think you put that in? I don't have any more quarters. Yeah. I'm going to have to buy some. I put five in. Thank you. But, you know, Dana, that that is the nature of local politics is yeah. that, you know, there are so many behind-the-scenes yeah. issues. Yeah. There are behind-the-scenes loyalties. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that the Deltona Fire Union is not influential. I mean, the, you know, there's there are things going on. And, uh, you know, but that is the nature of uh, that business. Firemen Listen, I, I'm going to tell you historically something. Historically have been political. Exactly. And I will tell you this right now. I I have family on the job, both in law enforcement and in emergency services, firefighters, EMT. I have nurses. I have a most reverent respect. My father was a, a, a cop. Okay. Yes. So I have that in my blood. I have a deep, reverent respect. I also believe that there is a reason that unions are necessary. They fight for, sure. they fight for. But here's the difference that there are, you have union bosses that are fighting for, we have a, a, a 75, I think, firefighters that serve 100,000 people. Um, and, and, and de facto, they represent them, and it is their job to get whatever they can. Yes. It is my job to make sure that I, I that I have a fiduciary responsibility to a yes, hundred thousand people. That's right. And I and we have to get tough sometimes and, and I believe that um, you know I introduced resolution on Monday night that we never ever again have um, collective bargaining during a an election year. Yeah. I don't know how we got there, whatever. That's not the point is, it's one of the it's, it's a point of contention. I'm sorry, I'm putting it out there. I'm not airing dirty laundry. I'm telling you that that's you. what goes on behind the fucking scenes. Dana, there. I couldn't agree with you more. Look, I'm not anti-union, um, although I am a firm believer in keeping the unions in check because yep. I, once again, their job is to fight for every little bit they can. And it's and my you, job to fight back. No, I agree 100. percent And if you don't do that, then what happens is then you run into places like Detroit. Besides all the you know corruption, but my point is that they were taking, 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 yep. and a lot of politicians were more than happy to go just because they wanted the votes. I'll give, 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 and that to me is complete bullshit. bullshit. Right. I'm gonna tell you, you look at any major city no, it's, where it's, they've done and that, and it's unsustainable financially over yeah. time. I mean, I you, saw, I saw a comment. Look, right. I gotta I gotta air this out because I told Dan I says I'm just like it just annoys the living daylights out of me. So I'm sitting here watching this whole entire meeting, right? And there is a number of individuals I know in the, uh, within the firefighters that I know, and and look, they're all good people. However, that said, I'm sitting here watching this thing, and then the complaint was made, and regardless of which I, I told Dana before, I think there's enough blame and fault on everybody's side yep. between the union, the city manager, coming a little bit coming from the dais. Everybody has to, is shares in the blame of what's transpired on that, was it Monday night or yep. whatever, right? And so I'm watching the whole thing. And then I'm watching, like, so I see one of the union guys come up, and I'm just sitting there. So first of all, they get the $3.5 million, which is fine for COVID relief. But then, then you want to use the ARPA money, $12.5 million for them as well, too. And I'm going, whoa, I saw that. I go, bullshit. I'm sorry. But no, that was these meters, right? That was the work of individuals such as Dana, specifically spearheading that. We had a whole water committee on this shit, open and transparent for everybody to friggin' watch. They finally get the $12.5 million because, look, COVID came around. Now the ARPA funds are here. And they were like, oh, we want that $12.5 No, bullshit. You got $3.5 million. Cut your shit. You got it. $12.5 million is going to city residents to go ahead and make sure that we got proper water meters installed and not some outdated piece of shit that we probably had for a while. Sure. Not trying to air the too much dirty laundry in Deltona, but let's be honest, the meters were old. A number of cities are having the issues, but we got the money. Yep. Regardless of how you feel about it, we got the money um, on the politics of ARPA and everything else. We got the money. That money is going to the water meters. I'm just, I'm sorry because there right. are plenty of residents also crying about their water bills. And if that meter helps and all the good work that got that was put into all that stuff, then by all means, hey, let's take it. Three and a half million you guys already got. Negotiate on somewhere else if you need to, but not yeah. on that. And listen, that bothered me. Listen, Dana, I, I think that's what got you into politics. Yeah. Yeah. That's my it's it, this shit show of a water yeah. utility. You yeah, know. exactly. And I'm gonna tell you something. I got eviscerated. I got cut up into ribbons on on the dais, I had to listen to what a joke I was because uh, we made a $200,000 investment at the, or the city, like my lobbying, right, got 
them to do an audit of the water department, which brought up operational concerns, right? Yep. yep. And $200,000, I got made fun of, right? I yep. uh, spent $200,000. But you know what? I fucking parlayed that into $8.9 million. And I'm going to tell you, the <laughs> ROI on that is pretty fucking impressive. Well, can I? So because of that, so I heard. So remember, the, one of the last things I heard after the water meeting was, wow, $200,000, what do we get for it? Some folks were living right outside the city limits. Right. We're complaining that nothing happened. Well, guess what just fucking happened not too long ago, right? We're now we're talking about how can we give a credit to these folks who are living right outside Seamless because yep. some of that is controlled through Florida State statute. Trust yep. me, I did all the research on this stuff yep. right. and how that whole thing came out in the 1970s. And so without that study and having these conversations, we wouldn't, be, we wouldn't have gotten to where we're at today, not just on the water meters, but for those residents who are suffering right outside the city limits and taking uh, city water from, uh, from Daltona, yep. let me tell you, that never would have happened if we didn't have all this conversation right. about what needed to get done in order to make that and happen. And, you know, the so. city manager, John Peters, is uh, also responsible for, um, and I announced it a couple of meetings ago, that they are going to be doing away with that 25% because we talked about this yes. in that study. 25% is what the law allows, but really fucking really is it necessary? Is that yeah. number necessary? I've told you, know you that I mean? before. I said yeah. just because we just because we can doesn't yeah, mean we should. should. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So. <sighs> I mean, I know I got hot for a second. Just, God, yeah. man, I told like, you I was going to try to vent this because I was just so mad with like two or three different things. I know you are. And I wanted to share the blame for everybody, but there were certain things I saw in the meeting. I'm calling, what the? Are you kidding me? No yeah. way. I'm not going to let that right. one go. So, and remember this. That everybody up there gets a vote. He was he asked to be to leave after the elections, and I yes, it is in my he heart that I believe that he asked to do that. There was some contractual things. I'm like, can, can we take a time out so that we can legally look at what's going on, so we don't open ourselves up to another lawsuit? Which fucking let me flip a coin whether that's going to turn into a lawsuit or not. Because uh, whatever, whatever, right? But there are seven votes up there. I, I try to be. Um, Measured and conservative. I know that I'm a hothead, and I really work on that. But trying to protect us from from future, I thought that what he it was my understanding that he wanted to go back to public works. That listen, that whole thing is like okay, whatever. Um, but taking us to November seventeenth would have given us a chance for him to uh, help us transition. We have we're right in the peak of fucking hurricane season. We got one churning out there right now. So what do we have? We have competent people in our public works department, but then uh, John is an engineer also and help with that. With the water department, don't have a director there, right, which there will have to be one appointed. We have now a, um, a, a acting city manager who also works with the attorney, and there's some conflict about that, and I believe Marsha's capable. She's been a city manager before. But it's just sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot. But I will tell you this, Deltona, we do love you. We're trying. <laughs> we try by trial and error because, you know, um, I would have liked to see Mr. Peters stuck around. It would have certainly been more convenient until November 17th. I, I don't know how all that's going to wash it, out, you know. And I just think in a lot of ways that, you know, Mr. Peters was the victim of his own strategy. Well, here's the thing. And I believe that once you become, that job is, I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to talk about the psychological shit. You know this from doing it six months. He's been in there two years. He's been fighting every day that he is in there. Um, mostly good times, right? Yes. But when it's bad, it's bad. Sure. And that's what I told him about when he and I argued. When it's bad, it's bad, yes. right? But I believe that um, we will, yes, he did. And I believe that what happens when you get overstressed, overworked, overconcerned, and then you get over paranoid. And I believe that he was trying to protect himself and give himself some breathing room. He was ready to leave. I believe that I would have liked to kept him on. Um, but the voters well, he, will vote you know, on if, that. If he were playing chess, uh, you know, he hired a full-time public works director, mm -hmm. which in effect, he burned the ship. Yeah. Uh, he was not going back to public works at that time. Mm -hmm. Now the guy who he appointed has submitted his resignation, mm -hmm. effective, I think, October 6th, yep. which uh, Commissioner uh, Bradford said was curious or convenient. Can I tell you I something? Think. Let me just fucking stick a, but a I, knife I, right I, through I, that. I, and no, it's not. Okay. There. It, All right. it, and here's the thing. I will say it does look convenient. That's what I'm going to I'm going to tell you I'm, something. I, it, I, and it will, and yeah, I am privy to information that you are not. Let me just okay. leave it at that. All right. I'm not a sensationalist. Okay. And when I say that, I wouldn't say that without being able to back it. But stuff will come out that's been brewing. 
Um, yes, it does look curious, but I think that if you take the time to investigate stuff, you know, I would, I mean? Dana, I would, listen, I'll agree with you, Dana, on this, on this point here, which is, look, I do, I would agree with Mark that my third, my initial thought process was like, that looks kind of curious. However, like some of these police biddings that you hear about sometimes, I'm going to wait for it to play out the way it's supposed to play out. And we're going to figure out the truth anyways. Yep. And so, and, yep. uh, you know what I mean? And then we'll be able to, you know, we'll, we'll all be able to make some, render some sort of decisions on that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, real quick, uh, something else I forgot to vent on was the issue of consultants. Because you talked about oh yeah, you, you, talk, you, you, you talked about being overtaxed. Okay, let me overtaxed. just put this. Listen, yeah, you got two fucking minutes. I know. All right, I'll keep it thirty seconds. Okay. So you talked about t- being overtaxed and everything else, right? And staff, and just in general. What I'll say is, to folks out there who are listening, look, there is a purpose that consultants. Um, I'm not saying we should hire like a million consultants, but th- there is a void that sometimes consultants fill mm-hmm. because it's either. You can't just sit here and say, I want to cut back and govern, but then you want to grow for more employees because you don't want to pay for consultants. No, yep. the consultants are there because they're there for a scope. Yep. You pay them $100,000 or $50,000, whatever it is, they're done. You know what you're not doing? Also, you're not paying benefits, which adds to the city budget. So when there's a time for a consultant, so long as the scope is, you know, it's clearly determined what that scope is, hey, I'm okay with it. You know yep. what I mean? So I want to put that out there that admit that it's not so all these consultants. But stop because it, here's stop the thing, it. and they talk about it, legal fees and also same thing, why are you bringing new attorneys in? Here's the difference, people. Listen to this. You pay to have a general practitioner in your life, but you also need specialists. And, and, yeah. your, and your, your general practitioner is going to send you to a specialist yep. because it, they are more efficient at what they do. They take less time to do what needs to be done. Da da da. Get with me. Email me. Call me. We'll talk. You know what I mean. As far wow. as that goes. So, boom. We, let me. So let me tell you. <laughs> we went through some shit in one hour. I didn't realize it was going to go by this fast, <laughs> but it's been good, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, it so did go by fast. Hey, Mark. Yeah. I want to tell you something. Yes. I, I can tell you this with one hundred percent certainty. Certainly. This is not going to be your last time here. Oh, you, I appreciate you, you, it. Thank you, I'm going to invite you back. We're going to invite yes, you back. Absolutely. Yeah, you need to be. You need to be an almost semi-regular here because well, you, I can, you bring uh, a, you know, uh, drink some whiskey and smoke that's right. some. Uh, uh, we're, all good, we're all good with that. Don't worry about yeah, it. And I'm not as uh, you know uh, into the cigars as you guys uh, are. They stay with me I, forever. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. That Marlboro Light looks good. I'm a former smoker. Yeah, that looks yeah real it's good. A, a lovely Virginia Burley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. I love it. He's like, I'm going to treat this like a cigar. So that's listen, right. guys. I want to tell you guys very much, um, Mark. Again, thank you so much for thank being you, with us. Appreciate Absolutely, it. I look forward to your blog every. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for the great conversation. I want to tell you that we have one more week for y'all to write in because we're going to start bringing candidates on uh, next. Gonzo, straighten me out, please. On the 30th, we'll bring somebody in. Okay. Next week. We're yes, choosing. We, we, You're yes. choosing, we, right? We, yes, we have to start. Yeah, the, the, I think it's the 30th. Is what, yes, yes, we, we will be start. choosing. I, and I met some great people last night at Volusia League of Cities, um, meeting that were like, uh, cigars, blog, what? And yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I want everybody to know, understand as well. First come, first serve basis. I don't want yep. to hear people bitching and complaining oh, no, about it. Uh, I never <laughs> get, you didn't get me on. Like, hey, man, yeah. get on. And yep. um, we're not here picking favorites by no means. It's just yep. if they if they respond to us, then great. If you yeah. if you don't do it, that's on you. And Gonzo's picking. We're not even yes. picking. Yeah, Gon- 100%. Yes. Gonzo, Gonzo, the man, the myth, the legend. The man, the myth, and the hey, legend. Hey, do you know that it's Gonzo's birthday tomorrow? Is it? Hey, happy birthday. Happy hey, birthday. birthday. Yes, Gonzo. <laughs> we're going to be throwing down tonight for Gonzo's birthday at – Cigar hustler, uh, come one, come all. Yeah. I hear things, but I'm not going to say hey, whatever. Listen, I, I got to tell you guys in closing that this is my first time over here. I don't get to West Volusia a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow, West Volusia. Right. But uh, Cigar Hustler is an incredibly impressive facility. Yeah. It really is. I mean, the, uh, the, the upstairs lounge is beautiful. This facility here at Mike and Mike Productions is well, I will totally t- professional. I will tell you, Mark, that uh, thank you so very much from the bottom of my heart. I'm not an owner in Cigar Hustler, but Cigar Hustler is one of our jewels. One of yeah, our jewels. It, yes. absolutely. It really yeah, is. They they are like they are they are national branded. They are they are absolutely serious about the business. They're serious about service, just like Mike and Mike. I mean, we have some some real um, gravitas yes. over here. In, yes, we do. In, Del- in Deltona, baby. In Deltona. So regardless of what you may think about our <laughs> politics sometimes, we got a lot of good people you, you over know, here. I, so. I, have a, uh, I have a watering hole over in East Volusia. I know where you Yes, I know yes, where you, yes go, you do, baby. Dana. Yes, you do. I know where you go. And uh, I, uh, that I, you know, I'm at uh, probably more time than I should be. But if I lived <laughs> over here, I can assure you that, 
Cigar uh, Hustler would uh, be uh, thank you very much my, for that mark. My spot. So listen, guys, join us again next week. Um, thank you all for joining us. Please know that Deltona does love our residents, and yes. uh, whatever it is, we'll get through it. We have for a long time now. Always have. Yeah, we're open for conversation. Um, and if you have any feedback, please email us Gonzo at the Smoking Truth dot live. Yes. Um, yeah, hit us up on Facebook again. Join please our do. Patreon. Come support us. Feedback's important to us. It, it really is. And just remember this. If it's important to you, it's important to us. Thank you. The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience. This has been The Smoking Truth with Dana McCool and Eric Raimundo. Listen for new episodes every Tuesday at 8 a.m. This has been a Mike and Mike production.